The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac, Unfiltered. People are starting to see exactly who you really are and you're a hypocrite. Uncensored. What he's trying to say is suplex and And unforgiving. The only reason you are WWE champion for a year is because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesday. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. And that's the bottom line, because a great one sets up. We are mere days away from the 2024 Royal Rumble match. And personally, I cannot wait for it. Um, and Royal Rumble, as I said last week, my favourite event of the year, favourite match of the year, definitely the Royal Rumble matches, always a favourite of mine. Uh, joining me from across the pond, he's doing a running, or or the breaststroke, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Tyler joining me on here in the corner. How are you, buddy? Uh, Benny, it is always a pleasure to join you. And yes, I am doing a run-in again, and I, I just want to thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure to have you on chats and wrestling and uh, get get your perspective on it because especially what we're going to talk about uh, in the opening segment of this show because from the UK perspective this is awesome um, but I, I, I'm interested to know how it works over in the US in terms of and what I'm talking about if anybody hasn't known uh, you are obviously listening to the show on SJP World Media I apologise I should say that but it does say it at the top of the show anyway but uh, this is obviously in the corner episode 73 I think uh, but we're just going on <laughs> talking some wrestling but Netflix have um, got the rights from 2025 January 2025 to stream that's right, stream raw. I assume live, like it's like on USA right now, and I believe it's. I, I would think so. It's for te- it's for ten years, isn't it? And it's for um half a million dollars per year, uh, so a whopping yeah, five billion dollar commitment by the streamer Netflix. And when I first saw this, I was like, oh, well, this will just be in the states. It actually says on the tweet, it actually says UK as well, so it actually affects all of us in a way. So now. USA Network, I think it's been about 31 years since WWE has been broadcast on that network. Um, so obviously once that day comes where Raw is no more, I'm sure there'll be like a, a farewell type show, I assume, to a degree. But obviously we're a long way from that yet. I mean, you've obviously, you guys, unfortunately, in the States, as far as I'm aware, have kind of lost the network already, haven't you, to Peacock? So now we have. I know you weren't a massive fan of uh, the Peacock stream. You actually preferred the network, didn't you, if I remember rightly? I actually did prefer the network. Uh, Peacock's growing on me a a little more uh, because I I do like how you can go back and research and understand a lot of the uh, territorial wrestling, the the other promotions that were competing against uh, WWE like uh, WCW and and ECW. uh, And that whole library was uh, very interesting. I have noticed on the WWE Network over here, Tyler, that quite a few of the old documentaries that I like to watch occasionally uh, or, you know, look back on have, like, disappeared from the network. So whether this is a, a prelude... Now, I noticed this months ago. So whether this is a prelude to Netflix... Now, I think last year, I think on this show, I can't remember if you are on with me, somewhere in the archive, I mentioned that there was a rumor about Netflix, but nothing ever seemed to come of it. And all of a sudden... 
here we are, 2025 January. A great time for Netflix to take it. Obviously, Royal Rumble, that's where we are right now. We're days away from it. We're going to talk about it. Right. Um, the impression I'm getting, obviously, I'm sure loads of news is going to come out of this. I'm, now, some people were saying I saw online about the pain of having Netflix in the States. Now, I, I'm i assuming net, the network USA network is a subscription type thing, or I have no idea. So I'm literally in your hands with this. So I know it's a network TV thing. So how does it really work for the US people? Because I don't really know. Uh, USA is normally available uh, if you've got like YouTube TV or a lot of the streaming platforms, even cable. Uh, normally, uh, according to whatever package a customer has, uh, USA Network should be available uh, pretty normally to uh, oh, okay. anyone. Uh, it's just according to if they've got the, the lower basic channels uh, in those uh, type of terms or if they they have uh, you know unlimited channels where it's a, a pretty much a, USA always comes with a basic package you know, if if they prefer to okay. go uh, past just NBC ABC for example uh, something okay. uh, all of us can understand universally yeah uh, so most of the time uh, USA should be uh, pretty available okay so I, I feel like I mean kind of like we have a we have B Sky B over here or Sky TV. Over here, it's a subscription service package. It used to be a box that used to come to your house and a, a satellite dish put outside your house, little ones. Or uh, I think there was a thing like cable, like you have in the states. We had, I think it was years ago, called on digital. So, but you get like a basic package with it, regardless of what, uh, uh, like a base level. So USA is kind of on the base level of any sort of cable or subscription services. Is what kind of what I'm getting from you, yeah. That's exactly uh, right. Okay. Th that's one way to describe it. it it's pretty much uh, with the, the basic standard of what you would uh, get when you receive cable. And even your streaming platforms, even that, I think that would include satellite as well. Okay, cool. Because I, I, obviously I don't know. I've seen, I see the Logo USA network, obviously, when I watch Raw every week, and I have done for the last 20-something years. I know it was on TNN at one point, but like obviously for a long time now, it's been back on USA, yeah, it hasn't it? Uh, but I always remember seeing the logo. So yeah, it's a big, it's a big deal for them to. I mean, but I think SmackDown is on Fox still, and I only th they uh, the money compared to what Netflix have offered. Obviously, this is a ten year deal. Um, I think people are already like wondering whether Netflix is going to eventually have all of the WWE products and like have like the back catalog what we had in the WWE Network. Obviously, there's so much to be thought of here and stuff i mean what do you think about but do you have netflix already um because some people i feel have seen online are a bit annoyed by the fact they have to now get netflix i mean is it something you already have, I do have netflix to, to answer the question benny uh it makes sense that they would uh, have a lot of the stuff that peacock nbc universal who owns uh nbc and i think usa as well uh, all those networks under their umbrella um, yeah, I could see where people get annoyed, but I think Nick Khan, actually, I, I just came across it and read about where he stated that Peacock will still have a lot of the, the network, uh, related content, Okay, but Netflix, a lot of it will go like specials and, and a lot of the, uh, extravagant kind of things from, from what I'm gathering, we're, we're only speculating, but it, it's very fascinating. This conversation, when you're talking about uh, TV rights deals and and where Raw is going to go. SmackDown, we have heard that uh, SmackDown probably will not be on Fox much longer. I'm I'm also hearing maybe a rumor to USA. 
because if you recall, SmackDown used to be uh, on the same network as Raw for a length of time as well. I think NXT is on USA as well, or it used to be because it moved from it used to be NXT ex- is still on USA. But I, I think coming up, I think I read where it was October of this very year. They're supposed to make the move to CW. Oh, okay. So it's more move. It's all moving around then. Um, okay. Well, yeah, so, it's a lot of moving parts. I mean, pretty absolutely. Much. That's a lot of money as well being put up by Netflix for WWE. And I, do you know what though? In terms of my personal view, I already have Netflix over here. And I tell you what, because obviously, as you know, I'm in the UK, so me to stay up and watch Raw is a bit of a pain anyway. Uh, I don't really do it anymore because of work, but to have the ability just to go click and watch this week's Raw on Netflix will be so much easier for me. So a little bit selfishly, it will be easier for me going forward for this show. Where the other shows are going to end up, I have no idea. Um, It's going to be interesting how netflix uh, develops and evolves because i've always thought with netflix now this is not necessarily wrestling related but i've always liked the idea of going like i want to watch like two episodes of brooklyn 99 maybe an episode of doctor who and maybe like a film and i can like if i could make a playlist and it would just play those things that i've selected almost like a streaming thing like the wwe network used to have didn't they, they used to have a live stream consistently going they they did um which they still do here by the way but it, I just think it'd be quite cool, and it'd add Raw into it as well. It will be interesting to see going forward whether the rest of the WWE follows. We'll see how it, how it pans out. Obviously, this only literally got announced, well, I think it's about eight hours ago, nine hours ago, ten hours ago, whatever it is now. It's been pretty we, recent. I, yeah. I believe it was just, uh, if not yesterday. I mean, there's there's been so much news, pardon uh, yeah, literally yesterday. There we go. At, uh, according to this. Uh, yeah, a lot of information. I'm, I'm even having to recall, Benny, to be honest, like everybody. But to your point, it's beneficial uh, to have Netflix or, or if you have a Hulu or, you know, any of these streaming platforms. I mean, people are just getting tired of cable. And I never thought there would come a day because used to even you could find a variety of uh, programming. But anymore, it's becoming Amazon Prime. A lot of uh, even the, the network uh, TV stations are going to uh, streaming like Paramount Plus has a Absolute, deal with yeah, CBS. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uh, correlation with why wrestling should not be any different than uh, a lot of the other forms of entertainment and sports and and all the plethora that we are able to consume as consumers. There you go. It's a, it's going to be interesting going forward. I think, obviously, as you've already very much stated, other ones have gone to, you know, they're taking their programs off like places like Netflix to have their own streaming service, like a Paramount, like you've already said. So it's the way we consume content, isn't it? So it's, it's I mean, we forward. can watch it on our cell phones or a, an iPad or laptops anymore. I mean, it, it is just amazing when you stop and think about it, all the uh, possibilities Absolutely, where yeah. you can uh, find content. There are so many destinations with uh, these devices and the way technology continues to progress rapidly. I wonder if Netflix will bring in like a watch party, like you can do on Disney. Like, you know, in, whoever's got your. So if you've got Netflix, I've got Netflix. We could stream Raw and like interact with each other and chat to each other on not necessarily chat, but do a little emojis as we're watching it or something like that. Like you can on. Um, on uh, on Disney Plus, you can do that. You can if so, whoever's got it. I think is it Disney Plus? Maybe it's Amazon. I know one of them does it. They might both do it actually. But you can stream a film, and then uh, as long as you've got the corresponding subscription, 
you can watch it with somebody via like so you're watching it on your your couch and I'm watching it on my couch. So <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just okay. It's, See, I'm learning. I, I didn't know you could do it. Ah, okay. With, uh, uh, it, it's an exciting thing. I think it's a good thing. Um, it proves again that WWE moving with the times. Eventually, we got there. Um, the product as as a whole has been really good lately. Um, before we move on to Raw, I'm just reading this now, and I did see this earlier, but I didn't really read into it. And I know you know a little bit about it. Uh, Dwayne Johnson named board of, board member of WWE parent TKO Group, um, and then granted full ownership of the Rock trademark as well. So. The Rock is Dwayne Johnson is actually on the board for the TKO. I assume on the wrestling side of things, but I could be wrong. I, I would think, but you know, now that they run UFC two with the merger, I, I could see the Rock doing some stuff w- with the other brand, with the Ultimate Fighting uh, Championship. Uh, additionally, with uh, the WWE side, but I would think it would be more related. Knowing Nick Cutts an executive too, and Vince, and with Triple H, uh, to me the the picture of Triple H with The Rock, it's remarkable to think of how their careers began and they became such icons in the industry. And now look at them. They're they're both executives of of this TKO group and and Triple H before the merger in WWE. So I think we'll get more of The Rock uh, doing these surprise uh, appearances and and running in and uh, a possibly maybe a, a Roman Reigns Rock match uh, seems even more plausible uh, regarding this uh, new role that he has with TKO. Yeah. Well, don't go, don't go too far ahead. Don't go. I got some. I've got some theories. I've got some oh, ideas. I, I went ahead. <laughs> See, leave it to me, Benny. I mean, you 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 told me to run in, and I'm, I get so excited. Uh, too excited. Too excited. But, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know. I we we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Uh, we've got some discussion uh, later on in the the program. <clears throat> Well, we're kind of going to get to most of it now anyway, to be fair. We're going to talk Monday Night Raw, obviously. Raw Rumble is literally this weekend, this Saturday. We got to, As this podcast comes out, it'll be a Thursday, so SmackDown is tomorrow night. Uh, tag Team Championships are on the line on SmackDown as well. So, and uh, obviously, the whole Roman Reigns thing. I, I'm looking forward to the Fatal 4-Way. I'm not sure what's going to happen, but we'll get into that in a little bit. But You and me both. The New Day, uh, and so, well, it's the Raw, Raw kicked off. We're not going to go match-match, but we're going to touch on some of the highlights here because the Raw kicked off with Seth in a knee brace and everything. Oh, I thought, oh, oh, my goodness. Obviously, I mentioned last week on the show that he tweaked his knee. Anybody watching knows this. Now, I couldn't find anything conclusive online. So, but I like the fact that he says he's not going anywhere, and I'm so glad about that. And the Gunther, when Gunther came out and had, a con- you know, had that little promo with, um, I say little, I'm not taking anything away from it, it was a bloody good promo. Um, now is um, is is Seth's injury as bad as he says it is? I have no idea. Um, is it a case of maybe he's got an injury and it just needs a couple of weeks to heal? But they're doing the whole. Do you remember when Seth genuinely hurt his um, hurt his knee, didn't he, a long time ago? And um, no, he did, and genuinely got a result. Severe. So um, I wonder if we're kind of playing on that a little bit. Maybe I don't know, um, but. I, I couldn't find anything online, Ty. I don't know about yourself. I couldn't find anything online to state whether this was a, a genuine injury. I mean, I'm going to read through this, obviously, as we go. But I couldn't find anything genuine. Like, and I'm not saying he hasn't hurt his knee. I just don't know whether what he's told us on Raw is actually the full truth. Because, you know, sometimes... Yeah, we, we just don't know how serious, to your point. Yeah, basically, yeah. So, I mean, anything you know about it at all, other than uh, him coming out on Raw um, and saying it, is it... I've only heard it's an MCL 
I, I guess I'm saying that correctly, tear, like he was stating, it, it, they gave it a grade, or I don't know how the doctors really uh, go about the process, but it, it was due to something with the knee or, or his leg. We, we know this much, but, uh, you know, it, it's very, uh, very hard to find out any more information out of respect, and I'm sure they're keeping it private because Seth Rollins, you know, we'll get into the segment, but I, I'm like you, I haven't heard much more or else than the MCL tear, you know, to that part of the, the knee or leg, per se, of Seth. So uh, it, it's going to be very interesting going forward how WWE and Seth Rollins uh, moves on from this. Yeah, I'm hope. I mean, obviously, um, I mean, there were a few fans before we get into the segment fully were like, oh, why didn't Damian Priest cash in then? Um, and I'm glad he didn't, to be honest, because the promo we got between Gunther and Seth, mutual respect from Gunther to Seth. You're a fighting champion, 200-something days. Seth has been World Heavyweight Champion. Obviously, Gunther, the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion in history now. As you well know, Tyler, at the start of the show, I wasn't a massive fan of the Walter, uh, the Walter being changed to Gunther. It has grown oh, on me, and he's done a great job with it, and they've done a great job with it, being persistent with it. Now, sometimes it does pay off, obviously. Um, Roman Reigns is a good example of that. Persistence pays off in the long run. Obviously, he turned heel and stuff, but you know what I mean. Um, oh, I understand you, my friend. I mean, it, it making a lot of sense when we didn't uh, see the logic at first. Just got to be patient sometimes with these things. Absolutely. I wish I could go back to our previous selves. I mean, I said it, not necessarily you, but I wish I could go back to myself and go, wait, it will get good. And it did get good, very good. So I will eat my words on that, and that's absolutely fine. Um, the This leads into a lot of things a little bit later on, but the prospect of Gunther versus Seth Rollins whether it's at WrestleMania, whether it's next week on Raw, whether it's Elimination Chamber, whatever, the prospect of it, I'm looking for. I, if it happens, I'm there for it. I take my money. How about yourself? Yeah, exactly. I, I was about to just say, and you already uh, beat me to it. Just uh, take my money. Uh, let me be able to witness these two battle. And, and the kind of story, Benny, they could tell uh, would just be magnificent. Well, let's talk about stories. We'll get into that a little bit. Um, there's that we will revisit Gunther Seth. But if you haven't seen it, ladies and gents, I reckon I was going to play a clip. I haven't got it lined up. I'm afraid, but it was um, it was weird because Gunther's like not. I wouldn't say Gunther was being like overly nice, but he was giving respect where respect was due. But then said, "Oh, but I'm you know I'm really good." Basically, he said, "I'm paraphrasing a lot here," but it was um, it was a great way to start Raw off. And then I tell you what, to then have the New Day come out and attack Imperium in terms of you know Giovanni Vinci. Great to see him back, and uh, Ludwig Kaiser. The match was brilliant. I um, mean, it ended in a double countout, but everybody going through that table in the in the crowd and stuff. The crowd were there for it, and actually, to see uh, uh, to say to see a different side of New Day is probably the wrong thing to say because we have seen it in the past. But to see a slot, you know, when their backs against the wall, the New Day can fight. So um, yeah, it's just been a long time, and this is the kind of the rivalry to uh, stir up the more the emotional side of New Day. I would like to see the New Day versus Imperium. I mean, if it, again, we'll go through the Rumble matches in a bit, but this match has not been announced or anything for Rumble, so I assume this will carry on past Rumble, maybe into Elimination Chamber, possibly. I have, maybe they'll do a tag team Elimination Chamber thing, maybe, because it's in Perth, I believe, right? So, um, Yeah, it's in Australia, and listen, I'm definitely going to be watching that later because, uh, you know, for us over here, we, we are so conditioned because a lot of the premium live events are, are normally held 
in the continental United States of America. But I think it's awesome for Australia to have a PLE and to have Rhea Ripley on the poster. But I think I read where it's like 5 a.m. or something there, or maybe it's our time, 5 a.m. I'm even confused. So I will be watching it later, trust me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to the race chamber. Obviously, we've got Rumble. Um, I was, I loved the, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was Jay, Jimmy, sorry, Jay Uso comes over with some ice packs on the new day after the brawl went down. Um, and then uh, we get the backstage interview interviewing the new day. And I love the way the camera was positioned because we saw damage control on Raw. I love stuff like that. I love yeah, stuff we like did. that where you're watching this interview and you go, who the, what, what are they doing here? Because they're SmackDown superstars, obviously. Um, obviously, Rumble's coming up, interpromotional match coming up. Obviously, there's the Women's Tag Team t- Championships as well. So I can kind of forgive it a little bit. It is a bit annoying, but when, the, when you have an interpromotional match, it is good to promote the match on Raw as well as SmackDown because obviously they are, well, and still will be on like different platforms going forward. So right. there, there might be people that, like me, me and you, you know, ourselves, we watch Raw and SmackDown and NXT when we can and stuff. So we kind of keep our eye on everything because of the show. But there are probably some people that only watch NXT or only watch AEW or only watch SmackDown or only watch Raw. So to promote this event throughout their, you know, under the WWE umbrella, TKO and stuff, it makes sense, doesn't it? So I'm kind of annoyed, but I'm yeah, not because of the results. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, no, I, I follow you, buddy. Uh, I'll tell you, I, I like damage control. I, I know we discussed it, and you yourself have uh, conversed about not uh, crossing the brands over too much, but it does make a lot of sense when you're getting ready to promote the Royal Rumble, something that is so uh, huge yeah. in regards to your, your premium live events leading into WrestleMania. And Damage Control, I, you know, Benny, and we'll get into it, but I, I was reviewing your episode last week, and, and you had a great idea about the Rumble that involved Damage Control, and uh, I don't want to give it away in case people haven't listened, but it, it had me intrigued. I just want to compliment you. Oh, thank you. Uh, speaking of Bailey and, and all the uh, the team from Damage Control. Oh, well, I'm hope. Well, there's rumors flying. Again, we'll get into the Rumble. Well, you, you can tell them if you want, but yeah. Um, we'll get into that when we get to the Rumble section of the Women's Rumble, if you want. So, But I, I appreciate that, man. No, Thanks that, that's much. fine. Hey, listen, I'm here to follow the leader. I, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're team members here. But uh, I want to let Benny revisit it because, to be fair, you, you had a great analogy. And I'm still kind of wondering about it as I'm, I'm trying to replay it in my head. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, definitely. Um, I mean, in terms of matches on Raw, we didn't have. We seem to have. There's a good sort of a, a dynamic now with it, where the program just flows for me now. I don't know why. Why it does? I'm, I mean, am I thinking on a week to week basis? Oh, Triple H is in charge. I'm not really, but the shows are better, um, and it's taking a little bit of time to build it now. Like I said a minute ago, with the New Day Imperium angle, I think the reason why I go, or maybe we should have it at the Rumble, is because I've almost been conditioned to see when somebody gets a beatdown right before a pay-per-view, we have that match on said pay-per-view. And that's been happening for years with no real substance. So actually to have it build up and not at the Rumble, it actually makes sense now. Do you know what I mean? But when you look at it on the face of it, after the last 15 years or so, you kind of are preconditioned to see if like, I don't know, we'll take two random superstars, you know, make like, so like Becky Lynch and then Nia Jax, maybe Nia Jax beat up Becky Lynch and then, oh yeah, now they're going to have a match at the Rumble and it might be on the pre-show, it might not be. But instead of just going, here's a match, 
because this person called this person an idiot, we're actually having substance put into the rivalries. So actually waiting for it. So we probably won't see the New Day Imperium necessarily, although we are going to have, I think Kofi's challenging Gunther for the IC title on Raw next week. But yes. yeah. But in terms of a tag team match, we might not see that for another couple of weeks, if not at Elimination Chamber. So I think it's just more of a me being like, and us as a, a fan base, being predetermined to like, oh, he called him an idiot, so we're going to have a match on the pay-per-view. And there's not really any substance Yeah, we're there. so conditioned. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've just got to give props to the WWE process at the moment. It, it's um, it's a little bit weird, but it's working as far as I can. And, and when I say weird, I just mean because I'm so used to, you're an idiot, let's have a match at the Royal Rumble. Okay. And that's it. There's no real substance and to it. And it doesn't before. make sense all the time. Yeah. I mean, you, you want it to... Uh, not only suspend your disbelief, Benny, but you want to care about these characters and and why are they fighting? Answer me the question. Give me a reason for the motivation. Make it intense. That's why I love uh, Kaiser and Vinci being uh, more aggressive in the New Day. Yeah. Uh, it's been so long, it's refreshing to see these two uh, go at it and you know what? I'm. We're going to throw the chairs the, from the uh, announce table. We're going to go through tables. We're going to take risk when it it makes sense for the purpose of why they're all involved and and why we're having matches and the backstage segments and outside the ring through the crowd. That all the bras is is what I'm alluding to. Uh, everything seems to the flow and come together. And, and you brought up a astute point. Raw did not feel like a marathon. And we've mentioned that before. It seems like there's a good ebb and flow concerning Raw and no matter who's in charge, especially this episode. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Maybe it's the, the, the one the rumble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Maybe it's, you know, the penultimate one before. I don't know. But whatever's, whatever's happening, it seems, and I haven't really. There's been a few, like, I would say that I've been like, yeah, it's all right. But generally, I'm like, I mean, the Chad Gable match as well, which I haven't even mentioned, um, you know, match against Ivar. Bloody great match. Again. Fantastic. Um, I mean, I don't get me wrong. The I said last week on the show, the Cody Rhodes CM Punk come face to face, obviously. I was a bit, but why? And now I know they were both in AEW and stuff like that, so... But I was—I'm not aware of any sort of stuff going on between those two in that company. But I could be wrong on that because I don't watch it. Um, but I was like, okay. Well, we'll see what happens. And I tell you what—the result. This is now. I'll give you my theories now. But like the result of the Cody CM Punk face to face has left me going. Damn, this is going to be. Uh, th- when you put the two best promos in the company in the ring and tell them to talk, and it goes well, these two nailed it. Um, I was going to play the whole promo, but it's quite a lot to go through and dissect. So maybe we'll do yeah, that. It, it, they gave them time. It, it was lengthy, but but uh, well worth it. It didn't feel lengthy to me, though. I don't know whether about yourself. It just it was over before oh, I knew no, it. I, and that's that's what I mean. It, it flowed great. I, I'm just saying they gave them time. I love the psychology of the uh, the the. Well, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm CM Punk. I, I'm the I'm the the son of an electrician. So surely I'm the American dream. And then well, and Cody's comes back with well. I actually walked out this company and made a difference. So am I not the CM Punk? And it's like, damn, man. <laughs> it was just so clever the way. I mean, it, it was reality. And that's why people are so invested in these. 100%. These uh, superstars, because you've got Cody Rhodes, who we all know can verbally just annihilate somebody. And the, and the same thing for CM Punk. And not everybody knows the story, the connection about how Dusty told CM Punk. 
look out for my boy in Ohio Valley Wrestling. There's a lot of the tidbits, the backstory that I didn't even know. No, I didn't. Until that promo. And it, it's an educational uh, thing when you go back and, and really dissect what they were bringing up in the promo. Because it's real life. It, it, or at least it blurs the lines where it definitely I can feels, believe it. It, yeah. it gives it credibility. And that's the whole point. Mate, you nailed it 100%. Yeah, I was, I'm was. i right there with you. It was great. Uh, Rhodes bumping Punk's shoulder on the way out of the ring, and it sort of would come to that stare down. It felt tense watching it. I was like, this this is good. I was just like, I'm here. I said I'm here for this with the Seth Gunther thing a minute ago. I am 100% here for Cody versus CM Punk at some and point. And then it escalated, right. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I thought maybe they were going to come to blows, but I'm glad they saved it for Rumble. Absolutely. you don't always have to have it. But it left you wondering, like you were saying, they were face-to-face. Uh, Punk's the one that engaged Cody before he, he left the ring, and... I thought it was going to go down for a little bit. I mean, if you, for some reason, don't want to see the Rumble, and but and the only bit of Rumble information you've seen is the Cody CM Punk thing, and you're aware of... I mean, they don't. you don't even have to be aware of the story because they, they spelled it out brilliantly throughout the promo and told us the story of this journey of both men um, very well. And if you haven't seen anything, but you've only seen the Cody CM Punk, the Cody CM Punk face-off alone is probably sold God knows how many tickets or uh well i don't know subscriptions whatever you want to call it now it's got to i, uh, I mean like you were saying benny if that's all you saw from raw and, and or heard about reading uh on uh then it's enough to uh, get you uh interested in, in not only their stories but hey i want to check out the royal rumble now in case i, I wasn't uh, gonna view it before uh, yeah, a hundred percent. And I'm glad. I'm glad you picked up on it as well. I'm glad they didn't actually come to blows. I want to see that at the Rumble, quite potentially. Obviously, there's, there is a chance that we don't get it. I think we will. And now here we go. <laughs> Benny's wild theories. I should get. I should get a, a voiceover made for this. Um, no, I, I love your wild theories because <laughs> hey, listen, some of them are actually coming to fruition and. I mean, it's the thing about uh, any kind of wrestling, especially WWE, you know, like you were stating before, after mentioning, we have to uh, be patient and, uh, and just allow these things to develop. It's not that we're able to see the future and know, uh, but it sure is uh, pretty astonishing watching some of these kind of dream scenarios like Punk and Rhodes in a WWE ring. We would have thought AEW for sure never would uh, imagine that Fast forward a couple years, we'd get the American Nightmare and the, the Second City Saint confronting each other before a Royal Rumble. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, I mean, a Punk's last match was in the Royal Rumble, wasn't it? You know, so. Um, yeah, it was. And that's so. what made it more significant. Uh, it's a lot of the stats. That, and I appreciate WWE highlighting it, whether it's their video packages or Michael Cole, any of the, the broadcasters. Because it's so vital to uh, what they're trying to accomplish from a, a story-driven basis. And Cody, uh, you know, he stepped out of the shadow from Dusty. I, I like how they, they, you know, put it in to that promo. It, it's almost hard to find the right terminology, but it was just so uh, compelling. I mean, it, it made you feel like these two guys did not like each other, and that's the point. Yeah. And, and once again, it answers the question. If nothing else, this segment should hook you. 
Uh, if it like I, I, if you if it hasn't, then I'm gonna assume you're not a wrestling fan or you don't have a heartbeat. I have no idea how you would not be interested in going at least to go. Hmm, I wonder what this is about. You know, um, so yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, it's very hard. Um, very quickly on um, excuse me on X uh, at in the corner WWE on X. I keep wanting to say Twitter. I would never get used to this. I don't think. Uh, me too. It, it's still hard for me to say. Uh... X. I'm so used to Twitter. Yeah, SJP World Media, who I assume is Sai, who did this. Uh, I asked what your thoughts on the uh, on the uh, the Raw on Netflix coming in January 2025 in the UK as well, which still boggles my mind. Um, uh, he's just put huge, obviously. Um, a few weeks ago, I also put out a question because I am absolutely struggling for Rumbles in terms of um, who will win. And I, do you know what? I quite like it, Tyler, because I'm. I mean, I'm going to put my theory through later on and my guess through later on, but I could be... I, for once, I'm like, I really don't know. Because I, and I... And I'll explain why in a moment, but let's just quickly... I just want to quickly do these tweets. Um, so a couple of days ago, also uh, in the corner, WWE on X. Uh, I put, I need help here. Who's winning the women's and men's Royal Rumble matches? Uh, Cy Powell put, Punk wins the men's, I would guess. Cody then wins Elimination Chamber to get his shot. It's a good theory. It's also a good power Yeah, I, Cody. I like it. Um... At largely speaking, or Ben Gandhi, uh, okay, well, I would bet CM Punk wins the men's rumble and Cody winning the chamber match in Australia. Had the same sentiment as Cy. Bailey for the women's rumble, most logical story. Other choices would be Jade or Becky. And he's on about Jade Cargill, I assume, and Becky Lynch. So, do you know what? So, and also, as I say this, by the way, as I'm looking at my Twitter page right now, trending right now, mate, on every single bar, bar one, right? AJ Lee is trending. Big E is trending. Roman versus Rock is trending, and Shawn Michaels is trending, and Okada, Shawn by the way, and, and Okada. I just yeah, seen did that not come expect, out. expect so. Michaels' name on, uh, so. in the conversation. With all due respect, yeah. Um, before we move, uh, oh, I was going to tell you my theory, wasn't I? I do want to make a quick mention before I go on to that. Uh, I saw a clip. I haven't seen NXT, but William Regal is now back on WWE TV and NXT at least. So cool to see him back in WWE. I'm sorry, and I know it's a cliche. He belongs in WWE. Nothing against AEW, but that is WWE is his home. I'm sorry, it is. He just fits what they're doing. Absolutely, I mean, he, just, he understands because he was he's still instrumental, not only in creative but for all the brands. I mean, you all know it, uh, or at least know it best let me back up with the nxt uk when it was around and the way he was used to recruit talent i mean he is just so crucial to the success of uh, the wwe and especially the nxt brand absolutely also i'm still waiting for this nxt europe thing that we're going to do i assume we're going to hear something about that relatively soon it was supposed to be first quarter wasn't it supposed to be first quarter of 2023 now that i think about it, it I think it was, and uh, you know, it's very uh, fascinating that you bring it up because I almost forgot about it. But you're maybe right. they were there, waiting there for was the... supposed to be this big European expansion. Yeah, maybe they're waiting. Of, uh, maybe many they were... countries. Maybe yeah. they were wait- sorry. Maybe they were waiting for the uh, the TKO deal to go through. Maybe, maybe that because that took precedent. I guess it have been. So yeah, I they wait for that big deal. They that probably pumped the brakes on it a little bit, and they were thinking, hey, let, let's wait till this deal finalizes, and and start progressing forward. So that that's another good point. And I don't mean to have the, the boring responses either, but it's hard to disagree. I mean, Regal just, AEW, it was cool to see him somewhere else, but 
people were thinking, man, we just didn't get the war games and his sons and NXT. And he just has been associated with, especially NXT for so long, no matter what brand and WWE. And, you know, I remember watching him in WCW, but I did not realize the relationship that Triple H and he had. And that makes a lot of sense. And I'm glad for him to finally appear on TV in NXT or any kind of program for them and, and be back. I, yeah. You could tell he wants to be close to his son, too. I mean, there's that father-son dynamic as well. Yeah. I mean, in terms of the Triple H thing, the one thing I do know is when Triple H was in WCW, it was terrorizing, I believe. Um, he was terrorizing. He no, worked with right. Regal, and Regal was the guy that actually said to him, I think helped him a little bit after he got uh, trained and stuff, but also said when the call came to go to WWF at the time, Regal was the guy that went, you need to go, because you'll get more chance to work there and more opportunities. So I would say that Regal has very, been very much instrumental in a lot of people's careers, not just Triple H, to be fair, but and that's with the future generation going forward as well. So... I'm glad to see him yeah, back in WWE. Regal's influence is, is still felt, and, and that that's a um, a good observation, Benny. Uh, I did not know how Triple H uh, had met Regal. I, I knew WCW, but I, I didn't know that Regal actually gave him the advice. So I'm always learning something when I'm invited onto a <laughs> podcast or listening to another podcast. So, and that's why I'm such a big fan and so supportive of everybody, because we're all picking up on on uh, these important details, and uh, I want to thank you because uh, that, that's pretty neat. Yeah, it was in an interview I saw years ago, so I'm not taking too much credit for it. I just remember it, that's all. Uh, <laughs> um, so here we go. This is my three main events of WrestleMania, how I think in terms of the men's matches at least, all right? All right. Um, I can actually, I will give you my women's as well, but I will do, save that for when I get to our Rumble picks, okay? Because um, I feel like my Rumble pick is easier, to be honest in terms of the women's, not so much the men's. But if this series pans out, so Gunther, let's say, I don't know how we're going to get there necessarily. Let's say it's Gunther versus Seth at WrestleMania. Great showing last year from Gunther in the Royal Rumble. Obviously, longest reigning Intercontinental Champion. He's got to go somewhere. And the only left place for him to go is World Heavyweight Championship, or a world title at least. So I'm actually there, as I said earlier, Seth versus Gunther, I think could be the, potentially be the, Night one main event, to be honest. Um, I'm actually going to go out on a limb here and say Cody and CM Punk, neither one will win the Rumble because ultimately they will eliminate each other in some shape or form. And actually, we, at WrestleMania, we might have Cody versus CM Punk. I think there's big money in that. And that could be, again, night one. Um, and then... Into, what about what about finishing the story? I'm sure a lot of you are shouting at the radios on your, or your phones or whatever. Rock versus Roman. I'm, I'm still staying with uh, he doesn't necessarily need to finish it this year either because there's, there's a lot of momentum with finishing the story that you can play out for a long time. Um, so I think Rock and Roman is a good chance to do that at WrestleMania this year, and it should be for the title, and, and Roman should you know, potentially go over. Um, I don't think Rock needs the championship, to be fair. Um, now, Roman could potentially lose the title this weekend, but I feel they are so close to Hogan that not so much, and I feel like Roman will... I'm not sure on the days, Tyler, because I know it's roughly SummerSlam-ish time. I'm not sure either. But I, you know, Cody could quite easily win the WWE Championship. Um at SummerSlam. It doesn't have to be WrestleMania. SummerSlam's a big deal. 
Um, yeah, SummerSlam is a, a major show. And then you've got for Cody going forward, all the people that you've got for him that you you know you you know have him face whether the, the brand shakeup. You could have a, another CM Punk Cody story. Um, maybe we have a few more hard times for Cody. CM Punk maybe beats Cody at Mania. Um, so because you know CM Punk came off more as the antagonist, I would say in that promo, I wouldn't say either uh, no, he bad did. guys he, or good. He, he turned heel there at the end a little bit, or at least blurred the line. Definitely, and Cody yeah. still came out more of the baby face. Uh, so. I think for Cody and for Punk, it's good to make them go through obstacles, even if Punk's one of those challenges for Cody. That's what, what I mean by, and, and Benny, me and you have talked about it on previous episodes concerning Rhodes' finishing the story. There, there's a lot of people wanting to finish the story. Remember Drew McIntyre wants to finish his story. So does CM Punk. Seth Rollins is still in the mix. A lot of people you just mentioned and those who may be returning. And I, I, I don't know that this is a segment. One of the ideas I had for the, the men's Royal Rumble is I like Gunther versus Seth Rollins, but there's always been this chatter. And, uh, you know, I know you can't always believe rumors, but in this case, I, I believe it's true. I think Brock Lesnar comes out that would be cool. During the Rumble, and we yeah. get a confrontation with Gunther. And maybe that can set up something, even if it's before Mania. But, you know, you could still have the Seth Gunther stuff. But I, I wouldn't mind seeing a feud between those two while Brock is still, if he's got more dates, according to how his contract is. Uh, to me, as much as I like the Seth Gunther uh, yeah. interaction on Raw, I, I don't know. Brock, when Gunther actually admitted it, Brock's one of the people he looks up to and he. He wants to face. I think now that if Lesnar does appear at the Rumble as as one of the surprises or just returns, I, I, even if they just play it and tease it, it doesn't mean they get a rush into a match. Just uh, give us a, a little bit to uh, say, hey, we we might get this. I mean, you could even go down the route of Gunther wins the heavyweight championship. Seth might have to take some time off if his knee is is as bad as they're making out to be. I assume it is. I think they're just going to rest him up now pretty I much. I think it's you know. pretty serious. Yeah, I so. think he was trying to play it tough, but you could tell the emotion and, and with the fans too. They were A lot of people were, were expecting uh, him to have to surrender his title, which I'm, I'm glad that maybe at least if he could go through Mania to where we could get that match, but God bless him because I, I couldn't even imagine any athlete, yeah. or including a wrestler, having to, uh, <clears throat> to work through the kind of pain that they do. I mean, so many times they have to, to work through injuries. But this, this list of uh, superstars that are in the, apart from Bobby Lashley, I think everybody else on this list is a raw superstar. So, like, let's say, let's say Seth, you know, goes to WrestleMania, retains title against whoever, but he could literally go against anybody. CM Punk, Nakamura, McIntyre again, Gunther, Damian Priest, Kofi King, a bit, you know, Brock Lesnar. There's so yeah, many people. And what, that let's not do. forget about Priest either, because I, I don't want to seem like, because it, it's hard to remember everybody. I, I'm like you, Benny. I wanted to say, I, I kind of like that. I don't know exactly who's going to win either Rumble matches that, between the men's or the women's, because uh, you got to think about surprises. Are they going to factor in? Even if they don't, uh, we're looking forward to seeing who may come back. Uh, whether it's the formulas we, we uh, uh, envision or not, uh, I, I think I'm just so excited like you and like a lot of the fans uh, at what's going to happen. I, I, I really don't know how to pick it. I mean, there, there's a few choices. There may be more than a few, obviously, but it, it's still very complex. Yeah, it can literally go anywhere, which I love. So we don't, you know, I mean, we're all, I mean, everybody's assuming Cody Roman at WrestleMania. I mean, that might happen. 
if it happens, great. But if they're going to do that this time, is it not time to pull the trigger on Cody and have him beat Roman at WrestleMania? But then if their goal is to beat Hogan's run, then we've got to wait a bit longer. So, But I've always had it in my head that eventually Roman will lose the title. But quite well, possibly he's got to lose, but I think that maybe their their motivation, we're only speculating here that it's due to the records, you know, chasing Hogan. I don't know about San Martino because even as long as Reigns has had it, uh, Bruno's runs have been uh, historic. I mean, he had it uh, uh, for a for a lot of uh, time uh, during his uh, separate or maybe one initial run. I can't recall. I'd have to go back and do the research on it. Right, so, uh, so there's been a lot of the parallels, uh, but definitely I can see them bre- trying to break Hogan's and, and surpass Hulk Hogan. And to see 40 years of Hulkamania seems significant because I think he, where he beat the Sheik and the Iron Sheik, I should say, in, at Madison Square Garden, it, it brings a lot of the historical context to, for their uh, their motivation as to why Roman should surpass Hogan. So to your point, even if you have the argument that Cody should win, that, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm going to keep going back to this and probably drive the, the Cody Rhodes fans crazy. Hey, listen, I, I love Cody Rhodes. I have I've came to become more of a fan of his lately. It's just I, I don't know that it's time to finish the story. And even if you do, I, I just think there, the Roman Reigns is, even if you grow tired of him or tired of him, part of me, he's just got more than momentum. He's just He's been the face of that company. Uh, forget the programming. He's just what they're, they're, they've been able to do with him. I think has been so special that even the best babyface is going to have a hard time. That that's why they want to make it close in in his matches and even with interference. Even if it, he doesn't have a bloodline, there's always going to be something that favors Roman. But he's just been on this other level. That even with all the the big stars returning and coming back into the fold, I think that if you create some uh, disdain from the, the fan base in a positive way, I mean, there's so many directions you can build from. And I guess that's, I'm trying to look at it a little bit differently and maybe I'm off. I, I don't know, but I have to stay true to my opinion. Hey, we, we don't know. And I, that's again, we've already touched on this, but like, it's definitely going to be um, fun to watch whatever happens. Um, in terms of the title range. Now I took this screenshot on my phone on Saturday. So you got to add a few days um, obviously, it's Thursday when the show comes out, but um, Roman Reigns is fourth, and this was I t- again, like I said, I took the screenshot on Saturday uh, with one thousand two hundred thirty-eight. Um, Bob Backlund is in third with one thousand four hundred seventy days. Hulk Hogan is one thousand four hundred seventy-four days, so only, he only beat Backlund's run by four days, and then obviously, as you already mentioned, Bruno San Martino uh, is two thousand eight hundred three. So it's um, yeah, a staggering stat. I mean, that, that's that's what I was saying or, or alluding to earlier uh, or momentarily about San Martino. Uh, even as impressive as Reigns. Uh, title reign has been a uh, part the pun or and he may go as long as Bruno the, the way they're positioning him I, I just kind of have doubts it may go that far but but who knows they they went this long I mean we we don't have the answers but it, it's fun to think about to your point and and Bob Backlund how can I forget about Backlund because I think Backlund was the champion before Sheik and and then when Hogan got it if I'm not mistaken I have to do my homework but it's it's making me think now hey I need to look this up when we're done so we could be in for a long while. Obviously, Roman can't compete as much because of his health issues. 
which I didn't really know about till a couple of weeks ago. Right, uh, and, and that's so, a, that's another uh, way to look at it. Uh, and often we we gloss over it. His health is definitely should be heralded as more important than anything. And, absolutely, yeah, because he just came back, and and that. Now I'm starting to understand the lighter schedule. See, that that's why, man, I make the tag. I trust the hosts because uh, <laughs> I don't always uh, always analyze these things as clearly. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, uh, I didn't realize it was that bad. So that that explains why he is, you know, I think he defended the title like eleven times last year. So you know, I mean, but it's the shows are always good when he's on the show. Just his mere presence. Oh yeah, they, I mean, it always elevates the show. I, I don't care who you are. I mean, it, it can be the uh, just as uh, big a star as, as Roman, even as much as I like Randy Orton and LA Knight's really coming alive and, and AJ Styles, the phenomenal one. It yeah. still having Roman in that fatal four way match for Royal Rumble is going to have a lot of uh, obvious importance uh, to, to how they're going to go going into elimination chamber and mania. And even in the SummerSlam, it's easy to stop and say just mania, but, a lot of it they've planned out that'll go uh, to SummerSlam, then on in the Survivor Series for this year. And, and I mean, the, the possibilities are always endless. I, I probably said it before and sound like a broken record, but, but it is. I did have a thought earlier where, like, the Jimmy J. Uso breakup and then the, the weird way that Jimmy went back to the bloodline has never quite sat well with me. But I was thinking earlier, I wonder at some point so it looks like jay and jimmy are at each other's throats but actually have they has jimmy gone back in to keep tabs on roman maybe that could be a story that i know they might go jimmy versus jay at mania possibly um uh, it would be interesting if uh jimmy was actually uh an inside uh you know on the inside i was trying to say and implied there and uh he's actually been helping out his brother but being on a, a separate brand like smackdown it, it would make for good tv It'd be I, interesting, I wouldn't, be wouldn't it? It would I be interesting. Be and I was just thinking, it's almost a year. Obviously, Raw Rumble coming up. You know, last year Raw Rumble, we had the Sami Zayn chair shot on Roman, and the the roses in the, uh, the you know the flowers in the ring. Kevin Owens. See, Hank Zayn's up. not been. He's been off TV for a long time. He has, yeah. yeah. Maybe he'll come back at the Rumble because there's a lot. That, of, that's what lot. I'm almost estimating now. I, I think a lot of us can probably assume that sammy w- would return at rumble yeah. and undertaker and michelle mccool have also been rumored to really be at the rumble <laughs> wow so. okay um yeah well, I, I just got lucky and came across it but i think it was sportskedia one of those websites uh, publications rather and uh yeah they said now whether taker actually gets involved maybe he just he it's like kane and, and some of these legends he comes in and gets enough eliminations and he you know, um, maybe puts over some young talent they can get him out. I, I don't know how that'll work, uh, and maybe just to have that those confrontations and, you know, how these rumbles work. It, it it'll be very uh, compelling. Well, whoever, if I say, let's say Taker is in the rumble because we've only got eight people actually named in the men's rumble. In fairness, so there's obviously still a lot of slots left to go. Yeah, um, there there's so much they can still add, or you know, as and even without surprises, you know, yeah. some of the. Um, the logical choices. Yeah. I mean, if Taker, does, let's say Taker does come back, let's say, I assume it will be the American badass version of the undertaker. But if whoever eliminates the undertaker should go on and win the rumble, does that make sense? If you're going to do it, do like you did with drew when he eliminated Brock in 2020, 
where it meant something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Make it where Undertaker comes in and, and dominates, not buries anybody, but they respect him. And he, he respects getting the younger talent over and somebody just uh, shocks him and, and, you know, mm-hmm. either does a big move or somehow gets him over the top rope. But they, they did the rumble with Drew so well that year when Brock came in and just was, uh, taking care of everybody. It didn't matter how big they, they were or are, uh, both those, uh, past tense words. Yeah. And then Lesnar, you know, take, takes the low blow from, I think it was Kofi, wasn't it? And then it was, uh, that drew down the claymore. I, I oh, can't no, recall uh, exactly, no, but uh, I know uh, some, Rick, somehow they, they, they tied in Kofi getting some kind of revenge because everybody was still mad about how quick he lost the belt from when Brock surprised everybody when SmackDown first premiered on Fox, I believe it was. So yeah, it's kind of interesting. We've talked about TV rights and Netflix and these streaming platforms. I believe uh, that's when uh, Vince came out with Stephanie and welcomed everybody to the, the premiere of SmackDown on Fox. They were in L.A. or something. Maybe I'm off. But it's wild how you start remembering these things. And I'm, I'm very forgetful, folks. Trust me. It's just it's it's wild sometimes. Kofi got a bit of a one over on the Brock, but he didn't actually limit it because it was Ricochet got beaten up by Brock. On the on the Monday, on no, Raw. it was Ricochet. It, it was That's Ricochet. who it was. Yeah, yeah. It okay. was not Kofi. I've just watched Thank it so you. many it, times. It I've Ricochet. watched that Rumble yeah. so many times. It's rapidly become one of my favorite Rumbles, and it will never beat the 2001 Rumble for me. But it um, it was a good Rumble, as you well put. It was the right person to win it. Unfortunately, as we've been Drew's been banging on about for the last month and a half to two months, if not longer. Obviously missing out on the crowd at Mania, which is which is a shame. I felt sorry. I did. I felt. It, I felt it was for disappointing for for all of us and for Drew. Uh, you know, and I, I think that's what's good about his promos. I mean, uh, uh, Drew McIntyre is somebody that everybody's uh, longed for him to to become more of a heel because he he's done the babyface role going back to being the champion. And it, it makes a lot of sense because he, he's grown tired of pleasing everybody. He, he's been that guy. It's time for him to be himself again. And, and I like how they're, they, they were patient with it. They were slowly building at it. And all of a sudden, we're, we're starting to see shades of the Drew McIntyre that was first in the company. But as this, this new invigorated guy that won the title yeah. that, that came back, worked his way back through NXT and – and, and stuff and the journey and, and impact wrestling and all the other promotions after uh, not being successful and, and knowing, hey, listen, Cody and, and Punk aren't the only ones. There's a lot of us that had to return and, and get better. So I love the aspect that they're uh, adding into his uh, his promo work. And it, it's resonating because it's it's got a lot of truth. He's still not I mean, the match against Damian Priest this past week was actually pretty good. It was a good main event. Um, it was a good match. Um but it's still not quite. He's not quite flipped yet. I don't know whether he is gonna flip to heel. It makes sense well, that he would. But they they it, could actually make him go more psychotic because I mean he has embodied more of a a vicious side than what we're even seeing. So it's it's still building, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the the main event was, uh, and I, I don't want to cut you off any out of respect, but I, I was just agreeing. Uh, I'll tell you that it was hard hitting, very physical, and and both guys were about the same height. That that's why they mashed up. Not that you always got to go by the logistics, but the, these two guys, Damian Priest, legit tough guys. So it's true. I like the martial arts uh, style kicks, like we would see X Pac do, but a guy that even bigger. And uh, the way these guys can move, it's not like a, a methodical big man match. These guys are agile. They're they're in tremendous shape, and and they can move around that that ring and on the outside do do a lot of things. And uh, 
you just enjoyed it. And they, they had chemistry. You can tell even if they, they never faced each other, that they just had something working for them. I mean, in this match, cause they were both loving the intense style and, and I always appreciate that. that. That's why I liked Gunther and, and uh, Sheamus back. I think at clash of the castle, wasn't it when they, I mean, that, you talk about some hard hit yeah, yeah. in that match. I mean, hopefully. I mean, Sheamus might return as well. He's been out injured. Um, a little thing. Well, yes, you can't forget about the 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 Celtic warrior, not just the Scottish warrior. But yes, Sheamus could be uh, coming back, and I, I would welcome it. I I have missed Sheamus. See, it's I get why they say sometimes you got to be able to miss somebody, and it's the same even for somebody you watch on TV or attend a live show, and you don't see them enough for uh, various reasons. And then when they they come back, it makes it that much more special. I mean, it really does. And it, it's amazing the simple things you overlook or overthink and it, it starts hitting you. Oh, there's the reason. Man, there's going to be so many returns, I think, of the Rumble. I just want to very quickly mention before we move into the Rumble card, uh, Pete Dunn is officially back, thank goodness. Um, he is actually back as Pete Dunn. Um, they didn't dwell on it too much. They just did it. And here he is. And I'm thank goodness, to be honest. <laughs> the Butch thing, you know, they tried. I, I know you were a big proponent. I, I think so many were because you, you get why they had to do the character change. And, and you've been open about it, Benny, where you went crazy about Gunther at first. But he was one of the few even under Vince that could embody and, and embrace it and make it work. I mean, even though Butch was kind of this... Uh, Scrappy character. I, I think I'm borrowing from some of your terminology from your last episode because I, I, I'm such a fan of what you do by yourself or whoever you have on with you. And it just, uh, yeah, Pete Dunn, he just had that resume. And and you you just knew with Tyler Bate, it's somebody that had to talk since. Uh, the segment at the restaurant from a couple of weeks ago now, and then seeing Pete Dunn and pretty deadly. I, I may not be crazy about their presentation. I get it. They're They're trying to be more... Sports entertainment, that, that's where that all comes in. But Pete Dunn's more of your, like, wrestler's wrestler. I could see that guy wrestling not just in Europe, but if back in the territory days. You could you could see him bouncing around to Tyler Bate. I, that's why my appreciation for them is uh, keeps going up. I just Even if I didn't know a, a whole lot about these two, I, I'm with you. The yeah, Bruiserweight is back. Yeah, yeah they're, they're growing on me. I'm not crazy about him at the moment but the reaction they gave for pete dunn was brilliant um and i just feel like when by him becoming butch it just um because he had spent so long in nxt uk and nxt and was the first united kingdom ch- ch- and i was you know he wasn't the first he was the second united kingdom champion i beg your pardon um it just almost like seemed that didn't matter but we all saw it and it was like why though um but yeah he survived it. He kept going. He he tried to make it work. And it was started, but he was becoming more since Triple H has taken over. I feel, and maybe a bit before, he was becoming more and more Pete Dunne. And we didn't really hear him speak a lot, to be honest. Butch was more this like just growling type. He, he was more pitbull. of a comedy character. Let's face it. He he was yeah, nothing like yeah. how Pete Dunne was. I mean, this was him portraying a different character. And and I get it. You have to evolve, but. Don't don't fix something that's not broken has always been my philosophy. I don't know whether Vince just thinks because it's NXT, oh, it's like the Indies, so nobody would have watched it necessarily on the main roster. Well, People do. I, I think Vince, yeah, his philosophy, to uh, to your point, is different. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, I'm not bar- we're not burying Vince. It's, it's, you can tell it's just two different visions. And, and Triple H has has built a rapport, you know, with all these people from the NXT brands and now Shawn Michaels, Regal, all these guys, they kind of understand it. They respected Vince, what he wanted to do, even if they disagreed. 
And now that Triple H and all the creative have more control, they're uh, they're able to uh, implement more of the ideas that they, they feel work. And I, that's why the fans uh, are, you know, reacting in such a positive way. Yeah, it was cool to see him come back as that. I, I called it last week. and I think it was obvious that it was happening, but I loved it. Um, the Royal Rumble match card, uh, as it stands here, I'm only literally seeing like four things. Um, so I, whether anything's been announced since we recorded, I don't know. But I'll just take what I've got in front of me. We've got to talk about it. United States Championship match, Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens. Obviously, you know, Logan Paul's Logan Paul. I actually, you know, he's been pretty good in the ring, to be fair. Should he be United States Champion? I have no idea. Um, but it's working, I think, to a degree. Do I want to see him be United States Champ much longer? No, I want him to lose that title as soon as possible. But whether that <laughs> happens at the Rumble, I have no idea. I mean, your thoughts on this, man? I just think it adds more to his heat, as they call it. Uh, I, I think it makes you dislike the guy even more, and I, I welcome it because we we need more heels, you know, and even various heels. Uh, this guy will lie, cheat, and steal and make up excuses like Eddie Guerrero. Not comparing him to Eddie. Don't don't hear me hear me out, and don't hear me wrong. Obviously, uh, just saying that that was the motto for being a good heel is what I'm implying and implementing. Uh, Logan Paul, he's got it. And going back a couple of weeks ago, and you probably touched on it, Benny. I don't want to do a revisionist history here, but it's important to the the story between he and Kevin Owens. Uh, there I go with pronouns. Vince McMahon would be proud. Uh, but. Uh, Logan Paul with a shiner and, and trying to involve lawyers and, and may, that's what I mean, making the excuses. And, and he he was already disdained from the perspective that here he was coming in, being an outsider and knowing the Paul brothers, you either love them or you hate them or you just dislike them, hates a little bit of a, a strong of a word. Uh, but Logan Paul just he, he creates uh, this kind of attitude and persona that works, especially in the wrestling industry. And you're so correct. I mean, he, he has came into it and transitioned so well and, and taken it seriously. Uh, we, we've discussed about uh, certain celebrities that have worked hard, but Kevin Owens has got that prize fighter mentality again. And he, uh, he would knock out Logan Paul. That, that's been the, the whole premise who, who can knock out the other, or at least out and door. Uh, the other and with Rey Mysterio, I like how they they're bringing it up on commentary, uh, relaying those facts because trying to go back on Logan Paul a little bit to be fair when he tries to to throw it into the conversation or to his defense. Hey, listen, you know about Owens uh, cast and then when Owens would take it off. See, it, it, I just love it. And I know I'm going back to the the, uh, the other episode of Smackdown, but it all ties into this match while we have it. And and it answers the question. And I don't know about you, but I'm excited. I, I did not think I would be overly just over the moon about a Logan Paul, Kevin Owens match, but the the way they presented Logan Paul and of course with Kevin Owens, it's uh it's got me intrigued. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I like the fact that he brought up, oh, you shouldn't be using that cast as a weapon, even though he beat Rey Mysterio with brass knuckles. So it's like that hypocritical exactly. thing. It is. I mean, I want him to lose because I don't like him in a sense of he's a good heel. Um, Will he do it full time at one point? I have no idea. Probably, I, I have no idea. But what he has done so far, and hopefully it continues, has been good. So I will press you for who do you think is going to walk out of Rumble with the United States Championship? Ooh, this is where it gets hard. Uh, I still want to see Logan Paul. Believe it or not, as much as I like Kevin Owens, I just 
he's got so much uh, heat on him, man. So many yeah. people dislike him. I, I think that's a factor for me. I just like him being able to still run his mouth. There's just money there, obviously. I, I mean, evidently. I love matches I mean, like change this. Up the wording. I love matches yeah. like this because I want Kevin Owens to win. But I think you're right. I think Logan Paul's walking out with the United States Championship. Now it might be a, it might be a cheater's way. Maybe I actually. Do you know what? Logan Paul retaining and then having to defend the United States Championship in an elimination chamber could be interesting because that will be a whole new dynamic. Yeah, it would for be him. a whole nother challenge for him. Absolutely, and that you so, could build to it right away. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with you. I, I'm gonna have to go with you. Uh, I, I, my, don't don't get me wrong. My heart is gonna be come on, Kevin, but. I think Logan Paul's going to leave Raw Rumble with the United States Championship. I, I just think he's going to find a way, or, the, or there'll be something where Owens thinks he's got him, and and Logan Paul will find a way to survive. Kevin Owens will probably set up one of his, one of his contraptions. I, don't, I think it's just a standard match, isn't it? It's a standard. It's a regular contest. I, don't I, I th- believe so, unless, yeah. unless they change it, which can happen. I, but I haven't read really, which don't mean anything. Don't take my word for it. Yeah, obviously we're recording I on Wednesday, read. ladies and gents. So it, by Thursday, it might have changed. Um, but yeah, I mean, things can alter. All right, then. Um, we're going to do the Rumbles last because it's Royal Rumble. We should do them last. I know it's not necessarily going to be the main event. I assume the main event's going to be the Fatal Four Way for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Obviously, Roman's going to defend against Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight. Um, I, I, I got. I mean, I don't think we're going to necessarily. I love what's been happening. Um. I love the Nick Aldis thing. We're going to lean, lean into that a little bit because the GM, Nick Aldis, has been absolutely amazing. I like the authority that he's given. I like the fact that he's not letting the bloodline push him around. Now, whether he stays as a face GM uh, all the time, probably not. But, you know, at the moment, he's on fire. Um, I'm absolutely, I love the dynamic that we're seeing between a GM and the said superstars. So, I mean... Your thoughts on Nick Aldis, mate, and then who do you know? Any thoughts you've got on the Fatal Four Way, and then obviously your uh, who you think is going to win and ret- you know uh, walk out with the championship. Uh, Nick Aldis, uh, you touched on it. Uh, he he's so smooth. He, he dresses sharp. He's he's. I mean, he looks incredible as usual. And uh, I mean, was a, a great NWA champion before getting to WWE. Was vital in helping that brand. Uh, Billy Corgan is who I'm referencing. A, a lot of wrestling fans will understand it, but. F- for those who don't, uh, Nick Aldis is uh, is doing a masterful job. I mean, maybe that's uh, overselling it a bit, but I I don't care. I mean, he is. Uh, what is it about your guy's accent too? It's so smooth. It it, it just sounds better. Uh, and uh, that's even me being over here in the U.S. But uh, you know, giving props where props are due and credit. Nick Aldis just has an, an intimidating presence. I mean, even without being intimidated. It, uh, you're correct, Benny. He's he's the right authority figure as a GM, or you could say executive, however they want to term it. I uh, love how Paul Eamon, uh used the line James Bond type wannabe. I'm paraphrasing myself. I, I thought that was clever, and I, I love the the interactions we're getting with various stars, and where even uh, Carmelo Hayes uh, met with him, and, and Nick Aldis was saying, oh, "Okay, you want an opportunity?" He was stern with him. You you better make the the most of it. Because yeah, I, I want you to prove it. I'll, I'll give you a chance. I, I think that's been missing. Nothing against uh, Adam Pierce on Raw. I think he's doing a fine job. But Nick Aldis, this is just a, a whole nother dimension uh, with him as a general manager. And I, I love how he's standing up to the bloodline and everybody. He's uh, he's not anybody to push around. It and uh, yeah, he he brings it for the Fatal Four Way matchup. I've got to go with Roman Reigns. 
Uh, I'm sure there could be interference on the bloodline and, and even Heyman. Uh, I think L.A. Knight and A.J. Styles could cost themselves and even Orton if uh, he gets involved. And, of course, uh, it's hard for him not to. Being Fatal 4-Way, it'll probably come down to Orton and, and Reigns to be realistic because we could get a match – uh, possibly down the road. I don't know if it's WrestleMania or not, maybe Elimination Chamber, but, uh, you know, Orton and Reigns is going to happen at some point. And uh, I, I think I want to see uh, just a great matchup. I, I just love that we don't know. I, I just miss the days of just being fans. It's great to speculate, but I, I just want to see a darn good show. And I, I, I like all this, what he's doing. And I think we're going to get a, a heck of a main event. But I've got Reigns. Fair enough. No, I, I'm there with you. I think, obviously, we might have. Um, we're gonna. I say, Mike. We're gonna have interference. Fatal four ways. No disqualification, isn't there? You can do it in a way where, yeah, all right. True. AJ Styles might get pinned. Uh, Randy Orton might get pinned. I doubt it. Um, uh, LA Knight might get pinned. But if you do it in a way where the Bloodline come out and beat everybody up, it doesn't really matter. Who Roman was pinned because we, there's the asterisks over it. And, oh, he's cheated again. Or use the Bloodline to remain champion, which could lead into that elimination chamber, which you, uh, you know, we spoke about earlier. So. Um, very quickly, I don't know if you're aware of this, Nick Aldis, um, I now, you have a TV show called American Gladiators. Uh, we had it as Gladiators over here. Nick Aldis was actually a gladio- gladiator when they tried to revive it around 2010, 2011, something like that, 2000, somewhere between 2008 and 2011. They tried to re-bring gladiators back over here in the UK. And Nick Aldis played the gladiator Oblivion. I believe it was Oblivion, so I could be wrong. But... Well, he fits, man. I mean, the guy's physique, I mean, he, he definitely... Uh... I, I didn't know that, but I mean, I, I could see it. It was just—it was only because the gladiators have started again over here in the UK. Um, so it's just—it's just brought back a load of memories from that, really. And I was, oh yeah, he—I remember this, the Sky TV we talked about earlier. So ironic how that's worked, really. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all tied <laughs> in. I mean, even when we've got discussing more about the the, the wrestling portion, which is always fun. Uh, the only quick point I was going to bring up, and uh, Benny was uh, when you were saying maybe if LA Knight gets pinned. Well, then he can't really say anything about uh, against AJ Styles or Randy Orton or anybody else because, you know, at Crown Jewel, that kind of all goes away a little bit if he gets pinned. So that that's very fascinating if he does get pinned. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to see where it goes. And again, I, I think I think we're both – I think most people are thinking – don't get me wrong because they're all like, oh, yeah, Randy versus Cody could be good. But I just feel like if you're going to have your biggest baby face in Cody, let's face it, you know – quite easily the the biggest baby face in WWE right now, having him beat Roman, whoever beats Roman, let's assume it is Cody, is going to have such a platform to go forward with, who regardless, even if it's not Cody. Hey, it's it going to help him so much. Yeah, but it makes sense that it is Cody at the moment, but we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I think Roman retains, I agree with you. Um, men's Raw Rumble we're going to go with next, because I have a, I, I th- it lays into what I spoke about last week, which you've alluded to earlier. Um, but the Men's Royal Rumble match, mate, I am absolutely, even though I put forward these matches earlier, I'm still struggling to see who is going to win this. Um, it could be nobody on this list they have in front of me. It could not be. Co- I, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of, if they don't have to do it, obviously, but they could do CM Punk versus Cody at WrestleMania based on that promo we had. It could be absolutely amazing. Um, so why not? But... I'd be for it if they do. I'm going to break my own rules here. I will allow sort of two picks. All right. <laughs> but no, hey, it's your show, and I, I don't blame <laughs> you. Uh, Rumble only comes once a year. Um, 
I mean, it's hard not to think Cody, isn't it, or CM Punk, to be honest. Um, but I'm, I'm I mean, g- it's tough. Those two are seem like favorites, but but like you said, I'll let you continue because this is interesting. I am gonna say quite possibly Cody Rhodes. I, I'm not gonna be. I'm actually if Cody wins it or Punk wins it or Drew McIntyre wins it or Gunther wins, I wouldn't be unhappy with either of those because there's so many superstars. Now, let's face it. To be honest, that fatal four-way we're talking about might be before the Rumble. One of these guys, if not all of these guys, who don't win the say Roman does retain, Randy, AJ, and LA Knight could enter the Rumble, in theory, assuming that the fatal four-way is not the main event, but the Royal Rumble is. Uh, I mean, they could, and maybe they do. I mean, that may make it even more exciting, to be honest, if they did have uh, the fatal four-way prior to the men's Royal Rumble match. Because wasn't it Lesnar a couple years ago that he got beat or maybe he even won and he entered the Rumble due to the match being yeah, before yeah, the Rumble? Yeah I, yeah, I know what you're on about. Yeah. Oh, God, that was quite a few years ago. I can't remember when. Yeah, that was. Went, I, I yeah. went way back. Um, well, I say way back. It's not that far. But, um, um, but do you know what? It would make sense for the fatal four-way to be main event. Cause then if, if, let's say, Cody is the winner of the of the uh, Rumble match, why wait until Raw or SmackDown? Why not come and confront the Tribal Chief just after he's defended the title in a fatal four-way? So, you know, that could happen as well. But Yeah, the, the image alone would uh, would get everybody talking. And, and just the image, the video, the, the, the views, and yeah. I think anybody's top three has to be Cody, Punk, and Gunther, to be honest. That's my own opinion. But I'm going to go... Yeah, that, that's a good top three. I'm yeah. trying to think of maybe sneaky picks like if Damien Priest or, or McIntyre, like you've, you've done mention, or a surprise pick that nobody expects that could come in and it just spoil everything. It could very well be, because I'm, I'm a big fan of the idea of after that promo, I've already said it multiple times on the show tonight, that Cody versus Punk at Mania would be amazing. So, you know, if Roman's going to retain that title, if... Roman is going to retain that title. Do you really want Cody losing again to Roman at WrestleMania? I don't think so, to be honest. Um, so no, and, and it may, maybe I'll go back on my previous statements uh, where it's got to be a little different this time because uh, I, I know I said why not just keep the belt on Roman for as long as you can. But uh, you, you start to wonder when is it time for Cody though to finish his story or. <clears throat> Or even if it's got to be SummerSlam, the option you lay down. Yeah. I, I mean, it's all riveting. I mean, it's just uh, there's a lot of what ifs that we we still have to answer. And uh, you know, I'd be happy if Cody took it off Roman. I wasn't against it at the at the previous WrestleMania. I, I just felt like, why did it have to be then? Uh, so, but you know, now the question is, well, we've got the WrestleMania this year. When does WWE decide? Hey, Cody is a guy to do it. Yeah. Um, I think with the last year, I think both of us, and probably a lot of fans, I know a lot of fans kicked off and were an- annoyed that Cody didn't win, but we looked at it, and it's, if I remember rightly, um, we looked at it as a case of Cody's just come back off an injury. He had three great matches against Seth, then was injured, then was gone, then came back and won the Rumble for number 30. Has he really, I know he's Cody Rose and he's a big fan favorite, but has he done enough since being back to warrant being in that position? And it just felt like no, not to take anything away from him. Because I think I, Cody Rhodes is my, well, is one of my favorites, my, my little girl's favorite as well. Um, so it's hard not to root for him, especially with a little face. She was gutted when uh, Cody didn't win. 
But she's been, you know, she's got her little American nightmare T-shirt I got her, and she's, you know, firmly behind Aww. Cody Rhodes. So um, I can't not vote against him. Um, but my two picks are Gunther and Cody. But as I say this, Tyler, I'm going to stick with those two picks, by the way. I'm not going to shift. But thinking about it, if you're gonna, if Roman is not going to lose that title, Cody should go nowhere near Roman until it's ready. Mm-hmm. And, and well, and two, uh, if The Rock is in play, uh, which I think he would be, especially now. I mean, even before the, the news of him uh, being a part of TKO, uh, seeing him out there against gender and mentioning the head of the table and then him actually revealing that there was supposed to be plans in Hollywood, but it ended up being Cody versus Roman, which I, I like too, but I, I think everybody's been clamoring for Hey, we, we need that that rock Roman match. So, and you could do it on a, on a on a separate night because it's a two night format. So you could still have Cody versus Roman, but you would probably want to do Rock versus Roman before you would do Cody. You know, naturally because the chance of Roman actually losing the belt, where like you said and stated previously, the Rock it's not going to hurt him if if he don't defeat Roman. But I suppose if you do, I, I'm not a big fan of that suggestion uh, because I've heard of the people. I'm not dissing you. I just feel like that's not the way to go. But that's just my personal opinion, obviously. But you could go that way because then if Roman loses to Cody and loses the title, his mind is not going to be in the head of the table thing with The Rock. So The Rock could beat Roman as well. So he could lose two consecutive nights, which I don't know is, I mean, I want to see Rock versus Roman as much as the next person. It will be big money. <laughs> I, I just don't know if I want to see him defeat Roman, but I mean, they, they might do it. They might surprise us and go, hey, Rock's going to beat him, and maybe we get Rock Cody. I've heard the rumor that it maybe it's a triple threat between Cody, Roman, and The Rock, which would be cool, but it kind of defeats the purpose of yeah. shouldn't Cody and Roman get the rematch, the one-on-one. Absolutely. No, I agree with you 100% with that. So, I mean... Your pick? Did you put? Did you put pick through? I can't remember because we've kind of. I, I did put a pick through. I think we got to talking about theories because yeah, you know yeah. it, it's fun it's, to kind of we we get off yeah, kilter even though it still re, you know relates. Uh, you know it, it's hard to me. I'm I'm trying to. The thing is the surprises. Who, who's returning? Exactly, who's yeah. going to make that that impact right away and be somebody that could really change up the game? And I, I think that's always going to be there. But I'm with you. I think I'm going to have to go. Cody Punk and Gunther myself. I, I know we're not, we're I'm probably sounding boring. Normally we we disagree a little more, but it, it's tough around this time of year. It, it really is because you're, actually, I feel you're, like... it's a guessing game. I mean, yeah. there, there's no way around it. And I'm thinking that's three guys I can see. Drew, I, I'll tell you what. Let me let me change it up just for the fun sake. <laughs> and I may be totally off, but okay. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Drew, Damian, and uh, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go actually go Gunther. I, and I, this may be crazy, but I'm just going to change it up and I'll keep Gunther and, and put Damien and Drew in the, in the slots. So not punk at all for you then. Wow. Okay. Well, but, I, and I know people are going to think I'm crazy, but you brought up something that made me kind of change my opinion in a good okay. way. You thought maybe if punk eliminates Cody or Cody vice versa, maybe th- that'll be the next feud before we even get to Cody and Roman. And it may not happen at Mania. Maybe they do it at SummerSlam. So I'm kind of thinking even further ahead than WrestleMania, actually. Yeah. Uh, credit to you uh, for bringing it up. So I know people are thinking, gosh, he's lost it. How can you not pick Punk? But 
I don't I, I don't think you can forget about the wild card that is Damian Priest and, that, and what Drew's capable of. I mean, I don't and know what it. some of the, these other stars. There, there's so much to yeah to involve. I mean, it, it, it does make it very difficult. I'm, yeah. I'm even laughing. I'm like, I, I was going to pick Cody, put Punk, in, and even and keep Gunther, but now you you think about Priest McIntyre, some of these main event stars. Heck, uh, if it weren't for the main event. Uh, I'd say Orton Styles and Nod could easily be in it, and the Usos, uh, you know, and if Sami Zayn, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. I, I'll probably regret my picks. Not that I'm going to regret them seriously, but uh, if I didn't pick Punk, but I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to f- follow my gut a little bit. I just think we're in a very good position for the men's Rumble this year, where I'm both to a degree, but men's especially where. You could see any of those winning it. CM Punk, Cody, Bobby Lashley, Gunther, uh, Drew McIntyre. Well, and see, Lashley's another one. See, it's yeah, so hard so, to remember yeah, even the, the people from SmackDown. That's why I was trying to want to include them, like you were saying, because it's easy to say raw, raw, raw. And you've got SmackDown. Who knows from NXT who might – not that they they need to win, but they may affect somebody that could win. I, yeah. I don't know. I like the idea of Cody versus Punk at WrestleMania, to be honest with you. Um and then, cause I, I, I do too. I, I think that's why I didn't mind not picking Punk or Rhodes. Yeah. Because you brought up a, a pretty fascinating point. What if we got them one-on-one, especially with the promo, where you tease it like, hey, these guys are going to win and finish their stories, but they cost it's not each exactly going to happen like, the way we yeah. think it is. You know, I mean, and go somewhere else. I mean, you could even, even to get them to WrestleMania, you don't even necessarily have to have them eliminate each other. You could have Solo and Jimmy of the Bloodline trying to stop them. Uh, Cody especially, then uh-huh. Punk, and then maybe they team at Elimination Chamber against the Bloodline, but something goes wrong in the Elimination Chamber match, or not the match, you know what I mean, at Elimination Chamber, sorry, and it leads to them, because that promo, now whether WWE meant for that promo to be as good as it was, I have no idea, or whether that was their intention, but the promo those two guys gave on Raw this past week makes me want to see Cody versus Punk at Mania now. Um, yeah, it, it makes you want to have more of the match between those two. If nothing, whatever happens. Yeah. Uh, if nothing else is what I was going to say. And uh, Benny, I, I'll tell you, when when you get two uh, guys or or women that can verbally joust like those two can, and I mean, it, it makes the match more fun and appealing. I mean, because not only do you know they can work in the ring, they can also back it up on the mic. And I mean, it's just they they had me uh, hooked. 100%. Which was the point. Yeah. I mean, they, they had the whole crowd and who was watching, like us as fans. They were, I was like, yeah, we want to see Punk and Rose now. This kind of yeah. changed our narrative. <laughs> and maybe that's, I mean, they didn't know this, obviously, at the top of Raw because they hadn't, the promo hadn't been done yet between um, Cody and Punk. But the Gunther Seth, the Gunther Seth one was brilliant. Unless I did actually say somewhere in the, in the last past year on the show, uh, before the break, that I think maybe maybe they're setting Gunther up for next year. He went the distance. I actually, am not, I'm actually. Let's say let's go, let's just play devil's advocate here. Let's say Gunther wins the Rumble, chooses Seth Rollins. Um, let's say Gunther does beat Rollins at WrestleMania. Probably be an absolute great match if they do it. Oh, it'd be a classic. I have no problem with Gunther winning the World Heavyweight Championship, possibly defending it the next pay per view, um, and then retaining and then actually he goes being having two titles you know maybe giving up the intercontinental championship because he's the longest reigning and maybe he could use it as a motivationary tool and go i dare somebody to beat my record and i'm vacating the title and then we have a tournament and whatever and off we go 
and that way he's the world champion. He's moved up and he's not lost the Intercontinental Championship in a in a silly and it fashion. Keeps elevating him, and, and know, it elevates him that relevant. and it elevates that IC title. You think you can do better? <laughs> Here it is. I'm vacating it. I, I'm actually a bit advocate for that now. I've thought about it a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, do you know what? No, I, I mean it, it's it's very intriguing these uh, these ideas, uh, and it's got me thinking in a good way that we'll spin uh, about you know, different approaches to, to how they could book it. it. It's always fun to think about like, like triple H has admitted this stuff ain't as easy as it looks, uh, obviously, but yeah, the thing, maybe these guys didn't even get together. Maybe they didn't actually have the riders with them. They, these guys are good enough. They just went out there and, and were spitting facts, as they say. Yeah. Uh, speaking of going back to, uh, Rhodes and punk, punk to yeah, clarify. Yeah. So. Definitely. Yeah. But with the gun thing quickly, one last thing is just that, by him giving up the Intercontinental Champion, because he, like I've already said, the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion in history, he's like daring someone to do better. I've made this title relevant again. I've made it mean something. It's a workhorse championship. Who can who can be better than me? And then we can we could go. There's a story there in itself. And maybe in two years' time or a year's time or whatever it is, I can't remember how many days he's had the championship. Um, it could, you know by then Gunther could be not the World Heavyweight Champion anymore, and this person then approaches. Gunther's record, whoever that may be, and Gunther tries to stop him like somebody tried to stop him. Do you know what I mean? There's a story yeah. built in there. I mean, it's a long-term story, but there is one there. Yeah, but hey, listen, I, I actually like long-term storytelling too, so I, I would be in favor of it if they did choose to go that route. Fair enough. Right, let's, uh, one last thing to talk about, and that's the Women's Royal Rumble now. Unlike the men, yeah, we can't forget. We only have four people named for this one, so it's a little bit harder to pick now. Again, returns. You've already mentioned Michelle McCool possibly being there. Maybe a Trish Stratus. Mm. There's so many names we could go through. Let's. Oh, there, there's so many they could pull from the Lita. Oh, and, and there, there's so many. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's going to be a great Rumble regardless. Um, now you've already alluded to it. Now, if you listen to last week's show, you know probably know what I'm going to say now. But I think Bailey will win this. That's my outright pick straight away. I'm not faffing around, and it's because of what I laid out last week on the show. You're serious, buddy? Yeah. And assuming she doesn't return in the Rumble, having Sasha Banks or Monet, whatever she's going to come back as, assuming she is coming back, and I'm assuming she is. So you know you shouldn't assume, but I am. Bailey maybe maybe doesn't win the title at WrestleMania, but the rest of Damage Control. Because I'm assuming Nia Jax possibly or Becky Lynch against Rhea at Mania. So I'm assuming that Bailey would maybe... She's going to say she's going to choose Rhea. But I think she will choose... Assuming Eo Sky is still champion, which I think she will be because the long-term story there is better. Um, Bailey tries to take the title, damage control, turn on her. Or maybe maybe before Bailey's even made a decision, Damage Control make the decision for Bailey, and that causes Bailey to go, actually, I was going to go for Rhea, but now, because you beat me up, I'm coming for you, Eo. And then we have the whole story play out, and then, you know, Bailey might win and get a beat down after the match, and then Sasha Banks' music hits, or Monet, or whoever she's going to come back as, have to her return at Mania to help her old friend Bailey out. Would be an absolute amazing moment, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, a great concept. And it makes a lot of sense if Banks does return at the Rumble and uh, you could go to it through an elimination chamber and into uh, Mania because they have been uh, telling the dissension uh, in the yeah. ranks, so to but, speak, about Bailey and the Emma's control, uh, Kyrie Sane and Asuka and Dakota Kai and, 
and uh, Io Sky, the, the, one of the women's world champions. So, yeah, why should it just be Rhea? Even though, uh, not Pecky, too too many B's, uh, names start with B's <laughs> here. But um, Bailey came out, though, during the Becky and, and Nia Jax uh, segment on Raw. Uh, like you were saying, we, we saw damage control uh, make their presence felt. And, uh, you know, Bailey did mention Rhea, but how do we know that that could just be something to sow the seeds? It's not that we don't want to see that match eventually, but I think we would love to see also her against Sky. And how do we get there? And and you're you're, uh, depicting it pretty pretty cleverly uh, with having if Banks and Deeds does return. There's a history with uh, between her and Bailey and. It would be somebody that could be on her side if damage control does indeed uh, do this turn, which it, at least they're, it's looking like it they could. I, I don't. I don't think. I mean, I, Sasha might return in the Rumble, but I kind of don't want her to. I want her to okay, return. I, I, I see what you're yeah, saying. I, I thought wa- you meant it. Maybe no, no, no. I, I did hear Mania. I, I yeah, do yeah. like. You know, I get where you were no, no, going ba- with Mania. But ba- Bailey, my apologies. Yeah. Bailey to win the Rumble, but. Um, uh, Unless Sasha returns, I guess maybe Sasha, but um, Bailey to win the Rumble and it to go on to WrestleMania to the point where Damage Control finally turn on, ba- or maybe they've turned on Bailey a couple of weeks prior to WrestleMania, and Bailey's outnumbered by this group she put together. I think Dakota Kai might be a little bit conflicted, maybe not, but yeah, she could be a, one of those X factors because yeah. you know she's who knows if she'll join damage control or, or possibly even join Bailey. And, and if banks is a part of it, we could have another faction building where a, it evens up the odds. Well, I am noticing with damage control that, because obviously Oscar and, uh, uh, what was she come back as now? Io Shirai, is it? And, um, Oh no, Carrie saying, sorry, Scott. beg your pardon. Beg your yeah, pardon. Carrie saying, um, they're not being referred to as a tag team, going forward is damage control they're being called the kabuki warriors so i think that's laying the groundwork for we are separate yes we joined damage control in in air quotes but i feel like we are having that you can see it happening can't you but I, yeah i think because yeah, they're they're challenging uh chance and carter on on the smackdown before rumble and, and they they uh came out and attacked them on raw yeah, so, so it's it's so in the seeds to your point yeah but yeah, I think uh, it would be good to have Sasha Banks return at WrestleMania to help Bailey. Is what I'm getting at with the whole damage control story. It'd be another layer to it, um, and maybe Bailey becomes champion. I don't know. But either way, if they do Sasha Banks back at Mania, uh, no, none help... of us do, Benny. But it, it's fun to think about it, and I, I don't, I don't think it's a, a bad idea at all. Actually, it's a, it's a, it's a good one. Uh, what you laid out. Uh, what do you think now in terms of the run? It's hard to pick because we literally have four people as oh, we gosh, sit here. It's so. so hard to pick, and I, I'm going to seem obvious too because it's just the way when they don't add enough, and that, that's what makes it exciting. Uh, this is going to seem unpopular, but i, I got to say I, I think I've got to pick Nia Jax as one, believe it or not. I know people are going to think I've lost it. but No, it makes sense. Uh, What's going on at the moment, yeah, it makes and, sense. So. Yeah. No, I think it does too. I mean, and I, I will say she, it looks like she's improved her game in the ring as long, you know, and I, I like how her and Becky worked and I hate not to include the man in this argument, but I, I think I'm with you. Bailey's overdue. I think she deserves to, to go over in the rumble. So, it, you know, either way, you know, I, I've got Jax or Bailey winning the women's side of things. Awesome. Uh, Tyler, Always great chatting to you about some wrestling, especially uh, yeah, man. It, it's always my honor, Benny. Uh, thank you for putting up with me, and uh, 
there's just so much to go over. I, I'm kind of glad how you format your show because I, I can listen to it and get a, get a recap in case I miss anything. But guess what? We're, we're doing other podcasts and it, and we can't really miss anything. So, oh, there you go. but still, you, you're able to bring some ideas to uh, our attention, even those listening, including myself, that that really keep us guessing in a great way because I'm thinking. I wish I would have thought of that. I mean, but we're all kind of, you know, trying to borrow ideas of what we think's from a psychology point of view. I think that's always important, like you you brought up and mentioned. And I, I normally we we disagree, but with Rumble, it kind of makes things interesting. It's uh, we did have a few disagreements, respectfully. I, I know that makes a show seem a little more different, but hey, we, we can't help it. It still went good. We we just happen to agree a lot on this one because there, there are just so many what ifs. I, I think that's that's how you can summarize it. Uh, let us know what you're up to, mate, outside of In the Corner and SGP and everything. You know, I know you're doing uh, WrestleManiacs and stuff at the moment. Let us yeah, know. Yeah, WrestleManiacs with uh, my, my good friend Waylon uh, Myers, and uh, we're going to have special guest Steve Fox join us for, uh, you know, uh, reviewing the Rumble as well. And uh, that you can hear the audio versions on uh, SJP World Media as well. That's WrestleManiacs. Uh, it'll be episode seven. This upcoming weekend, there's six. Uh, will be six out eventually. I know there's five right now, and uh, yeah, so so we're having fun with that. Uh, and Tyler's takedowns is, is still available uh, when we can get them out. There'll be a couple uh, coming out shortly, uh, so check that out. That's still that's still going on. And and don't forget about all the amazing shows, including in the corner WWE uh, with the great Benny Mac here, and and all the shows, the Doctor Who pod. I mean, I, I'm not even. Uh, an avid viewer or of Doctor Who or even watch it, but I feel like I get an education on it when I listen to the show and and uh, all of these programs that are non-wrestling or wrestling, I feel like I get an education show. So I can't help but compliment everybody at SJP World Media and what you all are doing. Appreciate that, man. You can follow myself at Benny Mac B Triple and Y M A C K on X. I got to remember that. And also follow the show at In The Corner WWE. Give us a little follow. And obviously subscribe to the podcast and all that on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places. Obviously on SJP Raw Media. Um, and we'll be back with, uh, well, we'll be back for some, uh, well, hope, well, I'm trying to do once a week at the moment, which I am keeping to. When I can, I will do more. Um, if I have a chance, I will maybe throw out an episode for like SmackDown. But obviously, ne- but more than likely, we'll be back next Thursday. And we'll be talking some Raw and some Rumble and uh, what the fallout is of the Raw Rumble. Maybe Tyler will join me. I have no idea. It depends if he's free or not. But we'll soon see. Uh, Tyler, once again, thank you very much, mate, for coming on. I always appreciate hey, it. You're, you're very welcome, Benny. As always, whether I I can tag in or do a run-in, however we, we term it, it, it's always a good time. And listen, you're doing a great job, whether it's solo or inviting somebody as a guest host or hosting with you. Uh, in the Corner is always just an enjoyable experience. So I, I want to thank you. I'm grateful to you, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Hope you have a great weekend. Hope you enjoy the Rumble, whatever you're doing. And we'll see you again next Thursday for some more In the Corner. Uh, uh, In the Corner? Yeah, that's what the show's called, right? (laughs) Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, Well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.